Hey, I have a great idea. If the government actually cared about your health, if they really wanted to improve the lives of everyday Americans, they would mandate, maybe, just maybe, we could take Field of Greens every day. At least it works. It's backed up by science. Now, Field of Greens is backed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables and loaded with antioxidants. It uses real organic fruits and vegetables, which support your immune system, heart health, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion. Plus, it's pre and probiotic. Field of Greens is super easy to add to your morning routine. No mixing and matching pills, no nasty gummies, no gimmicks. Just put one scoop in a glass of water, stir, and you're done. Here is the best part. It tastes great, and it comes in multiple flavors. So how do you get it? You go to BrickHousePoso.com, and you get 15% off your order with promo code POSO at checkout. They have a whole line of amazing products to help you live up to your full potential. So check them out today. BrickHousePoso.com, BrickHousePoso.com. And remember, it's promo code POSO. Massive show today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Cannot overemphasize this. Let's get into it. First up, Durham has dropped a massive filing, and we are going to break it down in full detail. He's essentially stated that Clinton allies spied on the executive office of President Trump, as well as his campaign and personal residence. Next, the FBI relied on a Clinton campaign contractor to investigate the DNC hack. We need to break that down. Third, President of Ukraine has invited President Biden to Kiev to contribute to de-escalate and stabilize the situation with Russia. And then finally, the Canadian police have cracked down on the Ambassador Bridge protest. All this more head, Human Events Daily. Collusion. Trump, Russian sort of collusion. Trump, Russian possible collusion. Trump, Russian metal collusion. Trump, Russia possible collusion. Trump, Russian potentially collusion. Trump, Russia possible collusion. Trump, Russian possible collusion. Trump, Russian collusion. Trump, Russian Russian collusion. Trump, Russia possible collusion. Russia hacked our election. Here comes a big change because all of a sudden Trump, Russian possible collusion. Russian Russian collusion. Trump, Russian possible collusion. They all pushed it every single one of them. So if they were willing to lie then, why would you ever believe these people now? Why would you ever believe these people again in your life? They're constantly lying to you. They're constantly misleading you. Let it go. Well, I've told you before, follow Technofog on Substack. You gotta follow him. He's broken this down. I don't think there's any Substack that I've promoted as much as Technofog. And now he's got it. There's no false hope here. There's no copium. There's none of this stuff. He's not a copium dealer. Durham has it out that Clinton allies spied on the executive office of the president. And will we see a Rodney Jaffe indictment? Who is Rodney Jaffe? Stick with me. We'll get into all this. Well, the Sussman case is heating up. On February 11th, Durham filed the government's motion to inquire into potential conflicts of interest in the Michael Sussman case. You can go through all that. This goes back to the Alpha Bank and Trump Organization hoax. What was the background on all this? The Clinton campaign hired a law firm, Perkins Coy. Perkins Coy then worked with technical operatives, cyber operatives, to make it appear to create false data 
to make it appear that Trump Tower was communicating with servers in Moscow, right? You remember all this, everybody push it. By the way, Jake Sullivan, the current national security advisor that is pushing war in Ukraine with Russia on the Eurasian steppe right now was up to his neck in it. He was the one who put out the original statement on this. Currently the national security advisor also heavily involved in this. And you can go back, he was the point of contact for all of these guys, including Sussman, on the campaign, Jake Sullivan. Yes, that Jake Sullivan. So they were dummying up all this stuff, but then it also goes forward, it also goes forward, and what does it say? Well, it turns out that they were also exploiting data from, here we go, domain uh, DNS internet traffic pertaining to a healthcare provider, Trump Tower, Donald Trump's Central Park West apartment building, so his, like where he lived, you know, the executive office of the president. And then they had come to access, and listen to this. The executive's employer, Internet Company One, had come to access and maintain dedicated service for the executive office of the president as part of a sensitive arrangement, whereby it provided DNS resolution services to the White House. Tech Executive One and his associates exploited this arrangement by mining the EOP's DNS traffic and other data for the purpose of gathering derogatory information about Donald Trump. Well, who is Tech Executive One? This is Rodney Jaffa. Rodney Jaffa, this guy and the New York Post had this out, he is a leading cybersecurity expert who has come out and has been hired by, uh, by Perkins Coy, who has worked with them again and again, who is also directly working with the campaign to essentially create these false ties, to create these false ties between the Trump campaign in 2016 and Russia, right? He was, uh, he retired earlier, he formerly retired as a senior vice president and senior tech chief technology officer at New Star Inc. out of Reston. If you see a cybersecurity firm out of Reston, understand that is the home that's right down the street from Langley. That is the home of the Intel community. This guy is deeply in, look, I talked to a buddy of mine who's still in the Intel community, someone that I served with back in the day when I was in, he usually told me, he said, you remember early on in the war on terror when CIA would use contractors to go out and do stuff that they didn't want their fingerprints on because they didn't want the US government on it. That's the exact same thing that you see going on with cybersecurity firms today. They will be hired out or they'll have, you know, this, this contract that looks like it's a huge thing on the front end, but you have no idea what's going behind because they don't know what is actually going on and it never comes up. Now, because you know, you're not gonna see bodies in the street from cyber operations, we're never going to get the congressional inquiries. This needs to be a commission by the US Congress. Who in Congress is going to step up and crack open everything that was going on here? They spied on the executive office of the president. Hillary Clinton has done quite well strategically to try and draw connection between Trump and Russia um, because she has so many uh, connections of her own. Now, my analysis of uh, Trump and Russia is that there is no substantial uh, connection. Why do I say that? Well, because Trump was trying to invest in Russia before Putin in the 1990s, after Putin, in fact, nearly all the way up to the uh, present moment. Uh, and he's had no success. He did not manage to build hotels and so on in Russia. So that, that shows the, how um, um, insubstantial uh, his contacts are. 
There never was Trump-Russia collusion. Didn't exist. That's why you had this entire hodgepodge of people throughout the campaign, 2016, and then even now we're finding out into the actual presidency of President Trump that we're trying to create this false trail and then bring it to the all, all of the national security agencies. Do you get it now? The plot to take down the president, this was murder in the Orient Express in the White House, okay? Everybody was in on it. All of these factions of the administrative state, the deep state, whatever you wanna call it, the permanent state, the permanent class, the ruling class, the bureaucracy, every single one of them had a hand to play in all of this. And there were loyal staffers early on in those days, there were. But what was going on outside of them, I think was a scandal that people, you can't even realize it, that you can't even understand. We're still just scratching the surface, but I do wanna go back to something on this. So we're now finding out that Sussman and Perkins Coy were at the heart of this plot to tie Donald Trump to the Russians, okay? But wasn't that the same Perkins Coy and the exact same Michael Sussman that brought, that was involved in another, they were involved in another data situation in the middle of 2016, in the middle of that campaign. What was that? And nobody wants to talk about this, so it might as well be me. This filing by Durham that says that Sussman and Perkins Coy were involved with the 2016 campaign for Clinton and falsifying data and falsifying records on a, a massive scale. Like, I do not understand how this guy Rodney Jaffa is not getting indicted. The only reason that he might not get indicted is, as I said before, he's obviously very well connected into the intel community. But this was the same Perkins Coy and the same Michael Sussman that brought in a firm, a cybersecurity firm, to conduct the investigation into the DNC servers after the purported hack of the DNC in 2016. Now, the FBI never investigated those servers directly. They relied on the reporting of a firm called CrowdStrike. CrowdStrike was hired not by the DNC, if you go back and look at the actual data, at the actual contracts and the actual testimony, because there's been a lot of testimony on this, they say that they were hired by Perkins Coy and that they were hired by the campaign, ultimately. When does the FBI ever allow a victim of a crime, right, to conduct the investigation themselves? They say, oh, no, 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 you guys don't worry about it. We're gonna, we're gonna tell you what happened, not the other way around. Does that make any sense to anybody? I also wanna go back and point out that this group CrowdStrike, they've been heavily involved in the Ukraine-Russia conflict, going all the way back to 2014. Talking about the Russian military, Russian hacking, they're constantly talking about Russia. Their co-founder is also somebody who's constantly uh, warning about Russia, sounding the alarm, saying this, I mean, this is like his, his uh, number one priority in the world, Russia, 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 Russia. And then suddenly, of course, it turns around that their assessment is, well, it's Russia, gotta go with Russia. Here's an interesting wrinkle that I don't think a lot of people pay attention to. And I talked about this years ago, I'm gonna bring it up again. The Daily Caller reported this all the way back in November, 2019. A memo given to Fusion GPS, you remember those guys from the dossier in May, 2016, includes information 
from Sergei Lyshenko, a former journalist and a Ukrainian lawmaker. The memo could shed light on Fusion GPS Nellie Orr's testimony. Remember Nellie Orr, Bruce Orr, right? Nellie Orr, who worked for Fusion GPS, testified that the Ukrainian lawmaker Sergei Lyshenko was a source for Fusion GPS. Fusion GPS is, of course, best known for its work on the Steele dossier. The author of the memo suggested that Lyshenko could be used as a conduit to publicize information about Paul Manafort. So explain me through, walk me through this. Fusion GPS, Nellie Orr, Perkins Coy, they're all tied together. You've got Ukrainians now involved in the dossier. You've got CrowdStrike involved in investigating the hack. You've got Perkins Coy hiring Michael Sussman or using Michael Sussman to hire Rodney Jaffa and go through and create all this fake data. What do they all have in common? What do they all have in common? They were all working to falsify a relationship between the 2016 campaign of President Trump and Russia. And they were all working to make it look as if Russia was behind everything. Why? Well, I kept saying it all last night and when we woke up this morning, right, the first thing Tanya, my beautiful wife, sees 12 white roses, of course, come on guys, you gotta treat her right. At least one day a year, you gotta treat her right. She gets the roses, uh, got some other stuff, box of chocolates, classic, you gotta go classic. But we saw outside a white blanket of fresh fallen snow. I told you a white Valentine's Day was coming and we got it. Well, it wasn't a lot of snow, but it was a white Valentine's Day, so I'm taking it. But, fellas, if you're out there, if you haven't got her something yet, if you haven't got her what she wanted, and ladies, go tell your fellas what you want at MyPillow.com with promo code POSO. You go to MyPillow.com backslash POSO, you can see all the special deals for every single POSO listener out there. So you go and you say, sweetheart, I thought that I was going to get the robe, I thought I was going to get the slippers, I thought I was going to get the brand new pillows, maybe even the body pillow, right? The new sheets, obviously, guys. Silk sheets. Get her some silk sheets. Trust me on this. Look, for me, it's it's not about the sheets. Tanya loves them. Absolutely loves them. Go get the sheets. Just trust me on this, fellas. All right? Make it happen. Didn't happen today? That's okay. She's still there. You still want to keep her in your life? MyPillow.com backslash poso. You got to watch this next clip, folks, because we are going to be talking about Russia, Ukraine and all the updates. Of course you have to be concerned when you have, you know, uh, a nuclear power invading. If he invades, it hasn't happened since World War II. This is the most consequential thing that's happened in the world in terms of war and peace since World War II. So the president of Ukraine has now invited Biden to contribute to de-escalation with Russia. President Zelensky inviting President Biden says, come over, had a phone call on Sunday, come over soon. He actually said in the coming days, which which would essentially be this week, because it will be crucial for stabilizing the situation. It will be a powerful signal and contribute to de-escalation, according to President Zelensky told President Biden. Uh, However, this call comes after President Biden and the State Department urged Americans late last week to leave Ukraine as soon as possible, noting 
that military evacuations after a potential Russian invasion may be next to impossible. Meanwhile, the State Department announced Saturday that evacuating Americans fleeing Ukraine may now enter Poland, but must show proof of a COVID-19 vaccination or a negative test first. What is going on in Ukraine? Understand how we got here. Understand how we got to this point. President Biden and his family have used Ukraine and Ukrainian oligarchs as the family business model. This has been going on for years. The very same people in 2016 tried to create a false narrative that President Trump was tied to Russia. And Politico had the story back in 2017, talking about Chalupa and all the Ukrainians that were involved in this. By the way, they got President Trump's original campaign manager, Paul Manafort, fired over all of this. Right? He stepped down, and then he went to jail, was later pardoned. Understand, these people are playing for keeps. They want total control. And if you get in their way, you saw what they'll do. A Mueller investigation, Comey going after Flynn. You don't think that they'll lie about what's going on on the ground in Ukraine to get their way? If you don't think that, you haven't been paying attention yet. They don't care about you. They don't care about your children. They don't care about the fact that every single report that's come out about the fall of Kabul, the fall of Afghanistan, has shown that those 13 honored dead at Abbey Gate were killed by an ISIS bomb, and they never should have been there in the first place, but because this feckless administration put them in that situation that they never should have been in. You had the Bagram airfield and you shut it down. Why? You had everything in place. You had the plan in place and you, sh you jettisoned it. Why? And now you want to get us into a war in Eurasia in the middle of winter? Resign. Resign. We have done nothing wrong. We have done nothing wrong. We have done nothing wrong. Law Society of Ontario. We have committed no crime. We are unarmed. We have no weapons. We have no weapons. Everyone has the right to peaceful assembly. We have the right to peaceful assembly. Everyone has the life, right to life, liberty and security of the person. What you're seeing there are images of police officers chasing down public peaceful protesters on a sidewalk near the Ambassador Bridge in Canada. That, ca that bridge is now open. The crackdown has begun. And we're now hearing out of CBC, by the way, that Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister Trudeau, will inform the provinces that he plans to invoke the Emergencies Act for the first time ever in Canada to give the federal government extra powers to deal with protests across the country. Now, we said before that we weren't looking at military options, but you remember that Ottawa police chief when CBC, again, bloodthirsty people over there, asking him, are you going to send in the military after these protesters? Castro Jr. is about to go full Fidel. You are going to see crackdowns like you've never seen before. How many times do I have to keep telling you this? 
It's not about the mandates anymore. It's about power. This isn't about, it's not about health. It's not about a vaccine mandate. It's not about any of that stuff. By the way, you've never heard anyone explain, right? Have you seen one uh, official come up, one expert, medical expert, one of these Twitter doctors or something, anyone just come up and explain how a trucker, right? How is a trucker who sits in the cab of their truck going to go and become a super spreader? Have they ever once contributed to a mass super spreader event? Has any trucker done this? Please show me the incident. Please show me the situation that requires that they be mandated vaccines. When, by the way, the police in Canada are not required. So the, the people cracking down on the, think about this, right? Think about this, actually think about this. The people that are cracking down on the peaceful protesters are not mandated to take the vaccine. But the protests are about vaccine mandates. It's, it's you can't even make this stuff up. But I told you before, this is about a prime minister who is not listening to his people. Two-thirds of the Canadians say it's time to drop all the mandates. They say they're done with this. They've seen that Omicron has been the end of this thing. That's natural immunity. That's the natural vaccine. But it's not about immunity anymore. It's not about antibodies. It's not even about mandates. It's about power. Who has legitimacy? Who controls the country? That's why when Premier Ford says that he's going to drop the vaccine mandate in Ontario, has nothing to do with the protests. He says that. He makes it very clear. I am the one. Power comes from the government, not from the people. Your rights come from the government, not from God. That's what they're telling you. And they're going to make sure that you know it by sending in these forces. And you're about to see it. You are about to see it. What, Give, Send, Go got hacked last night, by the way. Give, Send, Go got hacked. The fundraiser's down. We don't know where it is. A court was gonna freeze the money. They're talking about releasing some of the information from everybody who donated. Understand what point in the movie you are in. Well, that's it for us today, Human Events Daily. As a remember, our motto, our oath, our solemn body, you be good, be brief, be gone. This is your Human Events update, your daily update, your daily briefing of the entire day. And remember, you come to us for your daily briefing. We're giving this to you faster packed, higher value, higher information, higher analysis than anyway. Share this out with your normie friend. That's your homework today. Go and say, look, you could think whatever you want about conservatives, et cetera, whatever, but you have to listen to these new indictments and find out what's coming down. And by the way, leave us your five-star review. Today's history break before we leave. Of course, today is Valentine's Day, but did you know that there was an actual St. Valentine, yes, an actual person who lived and was martyred in 270 AD by the Emperor of Rome. What was he killed for? For marrying Christians in secret when it was illegal. You can go to Rome today and see his skull on display. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.